Wow, that was much louder than normal. I don't know what that, that's all about. But uh, welcome to another episode of The Wrong Demographic. I'm Glenn Foster, coming to you from Ottawa, Ontario. Canada. I'm Lawrence Morgenstern. And, oh, sorry, I didn't know. I didn't know you were still blithering. <laughs> I'm Lawrence Morgenstern in Toronto. And I must say, you know, considering how quickly our little opening music is, uh, I'm tired of putting the band up. Okay, my bedroom, my my bedroom is crowded with musical instruments and junk food. And can't we just get a recording? Do we have to really have those guys here? Really, let them just go trash a hotel like any other band. Exactly my point. Yes. Why they, should Why should they crowd your living space, especially right now in the pandemic situation? I think it's it's probably illegal to have that many members of the band uh, staying with you. <laughs> If they're not from your household, that would be the rule. Right. You can only have small trios, I think, stay over, or quartets. <laughs> I think a quartet is the limit, but if you get into like a uh, the, the five-man electrical band, could yeah. not stay at your house right, right. now. I think that would be uh, an illegal situation. Mm-hmm. There'd probably be a sign, sign, you know? To... Yeah. Anyway, Man. now that's pretty I love, deep. That's I love a pretty deep that, uh, love, reference. Yeah, I love jokes that date us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this, said, this reference is too old. <laughs> well, that's so, what we are. We're, uh, we're, we're, we don't. We we are dated. Yeah, well, we're the wrong demographic. Exactly. It's in the name. It's in the name. Right in the name. If and if you don't like it, well, maybe it's not for you. Anyway. Hopefully you do like it, and uh, nothing, uh, nothing of giant note. It's funny we've 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 had our our podcast recording dates on like pretty major events. Um, yes, yeah, so the last time we spoke uh, was the inauguration. That's right, That's and right. I believe I believe it was still going, or no? Because we were late last week. We got off around between three and four o'clock and i think it might have been already under yeah biden was already sworn in by then but then the should the the actual show itself the 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 inauguration concert was pretty amazing pretty great like Katy perry's uh fireworks was unbelievable did you see that no i actually i actually missed all of that she see you know the song baby you're oh a yeah fire. of course yeah they probably had some major fireworks uh, had- for it it was the most fireworks I ever saw, and it was like a lot of it, and very like the the view was incredibly wide. It was like something out of out of uh, Independence Day or something, where the entire uh, Washington sky was like just a flame. It was wild, and it was coordinated. You know, and yeah. it was like it was the it was the most impressive. Uh, fireworks display i ever saw in my life well you know what they're doing? you know what they're doing now with a lot of fireworks displays or is they're incorporating drones right so you've got oh, the fireworks yeah. and then you've got these drones flying in formation to make pictures and patterns and it, it's all very cool so i'll have to look for that well, i'll look for that on youtube that's, yeah that's all well and good but i think that the technology has always been around for quite a while to make uh, uh, the fireworks display coordinated, like I was, that's something I've seen for years. Oh, for sure. Yeah, they they definitely where, have. Where, uh... where it, yeah, yeah, it, it, it's it. What is it? it? It's coordinated so that the sound and the sight are yes are harmonized. Yeah, Disney and, Disney uh, does yeah. it every night. Uh, yeah, and, and I, the things Studios. you're talking about. Yes, yeah, the things you're talking about where you see like words coming up and pictures. That's uh, not as big because that's all stuff that's on like so on wireframes and what. Well, have it you, used to be know? on wireframes. That's what I'm telling you now is that a lot of times you now the drones. they're so incorporating the drones have now, yeah fleets right. of drones, drones like swarms of drones. The ability to make it a bigger picture. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The same drones, not the same drones, but the same, the same notion of using a swarm of drones yeah. to like take out yeah. a tank or kill a person. They're they're also able to use for fireworks, so. So you can now invade somebody and then celebrate afterwards. <laughs> but uh, I got to tell you, it was uh, it was uh, it was pretty impressive, and everything. And Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga did the. Did you see that? She yeah, sang I saw that. She National did great. Anthem. Yeah, that's a hard uh, song to sing. Hard song yes. to sing because and, you think it's going to a certain uh, pitch height, 
And then, yeah, <laughs> then it goes she even higher really, than that. So you can really lock yourself out if you're not bird, careful. Yeah, Sheila just kept surprising you every every turn. You're like, whoa, I didn't expect that. And I was watching her and listening, and I thought to myself, I'd love to see her take a shot at opera because she has. Oh yeah. It's, it didn't dawn on me till I saw her do the anthem. Like I've seen I, her and Bradley Cooper at the Oscars the other year where they did the the song out of uh, L.A. Out of, Story uh, or Star is Born. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. No, yeah. Star is Born. Yeah, what was the thing called? Uh, tell me something, boy. You, tell, you know, that song there. That was amazing, right? But that was still pop. Mm-hmm. But when I saw her do the anthem, I, I heard tone and notes that I'd mm. never heard from her before. She's pretty amazing. And, and, I, and I, it put me to mind of, like, if she was singing opera, I'd, I'd love to see how she would do there. And because uh, she's got a, she has an incredible voice. Yeah. Have you really listened did. to much opera? Like, are you an opera fan at all? No, or? I'm not an opera buff per se, but I'm kind of an eclectic lover of music. And there are... There are pieces of opera like Luciano Pavarotti. You know, mm-hmm. when I watch Luciano Pavarotti, uh, you know, I mean, I, I know this is going to sound stupid and corny, but like Paul Potts' audition where he says Nissan Dorma, you know, on, on Britain's Got Talent, just stuff like that, right? Yeah, my, and, my uh, only opera. Done right. The thing about opera, if it's done right, it's amazing. Yeah, the only, my only the only opera experience I have is the 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 Rabbit of Seville, the Bugs Bunny. Well, yeah, okay. right. <laughs> but that's fine because they're singing real opera. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you know? I mean that's what's beautiful about that cartoon. It's like, you know, you're seeing all this uh, mayhem and and comedy, but the actual music and the the actual lyrics are the real deal. You know. Yeah. <laughs> no, Lady, really Gaga, La- Lady Gaga. I mean, it is kind of sad that that's the only opera. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it is, isn't it? Lady Gaga, though, um, I'm yeah. more and more impressed with her, and and also was very impressed when she hosted Saturday Night Live, which she's done a couple times. But I think she's done it twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah but no? I think it was the first time that she hosted that I watched, and uh, yeah. man, she was great. Really, you know, funny, yeah. had the comedy chops, and uh, yeah. 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 So, a very a very impressive person all around, Lady Gaga. I'm sure she's happy to. Do you know her real name? I don't, but I don't think Madonna's name is Madonna either. But well, it's some <laughs> Madonna something Chicione or something. Is that so? Madonna is actually her real first name. No, I don't. Or maybe I don't know. I can't mm-hmm. remember. Well, let's not forget Lady Gaga is Lady Gaga, not one. She's not Gaga. <laughs> no, I I get that. I get that. Right. But uh, yeah, no, it's uh, and Springsteen, of course, was on as well. Springsteen, yeah, and yeah. Tom, every, everything about it, everything about, and it's uh, this is what I'm loving about uh, about the new Biden administration is watching the the contortions and the backflips that Fox News now has to do in order to slag them. It's just so <laughs> it's hilarious, uh, and it's only going to get worse. You know, and and now we've got we've got this Republican Party that's like, oh yeah, we hold on, uh, we're finally remembering that uh, we are you know spineless, single-celled creatures who don't want to side with the Democrats for any reason at all. So we're going to we're going to resist the second impeachment. We're we're going to allow Trump to run again at our own peril. Yeah, amazing, amazing. Really, really. you would you would think that uh, there'd be kind of enough knives out to uh, to want to put a stop to that, right? Like it's gotten to the point where I don't even want to talk about it anymore because it's like the the, like you know I mean I'm not in favor of kicking Josh Hawley and Ted Cruz out of the thing and all that crap, but they really have to be trounced at the next elections, which is 2022. You know what I mean? That would be the best part. I mean, you think about it. Is since Trump was elected, it's been in line with all that. He he's he's not won anything since he lost the majority in the in the uh, Congress for the Republicans. He lost the election. He lost the runoff election in Georgia. Everything has, everything has, has gone against him because uh, he's just. Still- and I love how it doesn't. It can't. There's just no 
penetrating his mind or it's like is it possible that because he i mean there i would not be surprised if it turns out he's not just lying i mean i'm sure he knows he's lying but it's also quite possible that he truly believes he won the election that he truly believes he was somehow jobbed and the fact that he can't look in the mirror and go maybe eight million more people voted for biden because i'm such an asshole you well, know? that's like the whole thing about if everyone in your life is an asshole, maybe it's you. Right. Right. <laughs> if you're dealing with a lot of assholes, or you, or you th something like that. If you think you're dealing with a lot of assholes, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe yeah. it's you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, I don't know what's going on. Now he's starting. He, he wants to start the the the, uh, the Patriot Party. Oh, come that, on. And that sounds like a good idea. There's no way he's ever going. First of all, he doesn't have enough money for that. Right. Secondly, he doesn't want to spend. You know, I thought was. A, I actually laughed. I burst out laughing. They were talking about his legal defense for uh -huh. the second impeachment, and they were saying and it was so funny because the the uh, the it wasn't it wasn't even CNN or Fox. It was like just sort of uh, you know one of like one of the network newses. And they were just sort of being very matter of fact. And they were saying, well, the president's having a hard time. Rudy Giuliani is not going to be representing him because Rudy Giuliani is named in the suit and blah, blah, blah. And uh, they're having a hard time putting a team together. Uh, one of the things they're worried about is getting paid. And just the way they said it. <laughs> like, oh, and there's the fact that he's an asshole who oh, never, right. ever. Because, you know, like all his, like his, he's going to do rallies again. I don't think so, because wherever he goes. The first thing they're going to say to him is, "We want the money up front." Right. Because he owes money. He literally owes money in every city. Uh, you know, like every every state of the union, there's somebody going, uh, somebody's standing there with an with an unpaid bill for his uh, thing. And it's like uh, he, he's either it's either a common it's got to be a combination of him being such a deadbeat and such a cheapskate. You know what I mean? Right. Because if he had the money he claims to have, then all this stuff would be paid for, right? Yeah. But we know from Michael Cohen's book, which is great, but it, like other things other than Michael Cohen's book, but, you know, because it's one of those things where it's long been established. One of the things he was taught by Ray Cohen, of all people, is, uh, you know, stiff, stiff him whenever you can. You know, I remember the first debate with Hillary where she talked about how he – how he's cheated like hundreds of car of contractors in his construction work. Right. And uh, he's trying to like explain, maybe they were just bad. Maybe I thought it was so funny. Like, like she didn't, uh, she kind of dropped the ball on that where, cause he kept saying, maybe I didn't pay him cause they didn't do a good job. And uh, I, if I was her, I would have retorted. Oh really? So you just keep hiring these substandard contractors. That's interesting. You don't seem to learn that uh, which ones are good and which ones are bad. I find that fascinating. Again. And it's like, <laughs> this is the part that I want to, you know, Bill Maher always talks about how, you know, you can hate Trump, but don't hate his supporters. But at the same time, you can't help but scream at them because it's like, what is it about him that makes you like, you know, it's one thing if you want to just say, I don't care that he's the literally the most horrible person on earth, you know, in every metric. I I support him anyway, and that's that. And I don't want to argue about it. And it's like, okay, well, that's your right to you're you're wrong to do it, but I I support your right to feel and think how you want. But that they actually have the audacity to continue with the lie that he's not only is it not true that he's terrible, but he's in fact great. That's the part that makes me just go insane. That's the part that makes me want to kill somebody, right, and punch somebody in the face. Well, Where it's like, you know, we they, should just they, they, should just... They, they look you in the eye and they say, no, he's he's his policies are wonderful. This is wonderful. Everything he's done is wonderful. God, we should uh, mm -hmm. we should continue to not talk about him then. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not like he hasn't done good things, obviously, but that's part of the whole, a bro even a broken clock is right twice a day. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like he moved the embassy and, and uh, Jews love him because he moved the embassy to to Jerusalem. Right. And it's like, uh, I don't know. I can't remember if I told you this on the air, you know, the, uh, the, the Buddhists, 
leader uh, that uh, in the Charlie Wilson's War after he. Uh, it's a great movie, also about the true story about how Charlie Wilson got the Russians out of Afghanistan because he just continually raised enough money to to buy the arms that the, that the Taliban needed to uh, to destroy them, and. Um, so uh, what's his name? Philip Seymour Hoffman's character tells a story about the village where the kid gets a horse and everyone in the village says, it's a, this is great. He gets a horse and the Buddhist, the old Buddhist goes, well, we'll see. And then the kid falls off the horse, breaks his leg and the whole village says, oh, this is terrible. And the old man says, well, we'll see. And then they are, they start a war and they come to the village to get all the young boys to fight in the war but they don't take the kid because his leg is broken. And so the villagers say, well, isn't that a lucky thing? He didn't have to go because his leg is broken. And the old man says, we'll see. So in other words, no matter what happens, right. no matter what, no matter which way the tide of time and events turn, it's either going to be good or it's either going to be get bad, so we'll see. It's the Lord works and in that's mysterious the, that's ways. That's the thing with Trump. It's like, yeah, yeah, Trump moved the embassy but uh, if and, and if you ask me as a Jew, someone who's kind of familiar with our history, it's probably going to turn out not great for Israel that uh, the embassy was moved by America. You know what I mean? An extra reason to bomb it. Exactly. Or drop rockets. Or just, or just some. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, there's not going to be a, a, a happy ending in Israel where it's like, all her neighbors finally go. like the happy ending for Israel is uh, all her neighbors now are like, well, we've learned not to attack Israel because we'll get our ass kicked. <laughs> but you know this isn't over. That's you know that's her the Arab world's reaction to Israel right now. You know you win this round. You know shaking the fist. Yes, <laughs> we're not going to attack you because we're too terrified of you. But this isn't over. You just you know, wait. So. Yeah, you but, may have won the but last the thing. 2,000 right, here's years. The thing. Whatever but... Trump does, whatever Trump has done is not because he's like John, John F. Kennedy. You know, it's like it was in his interest. Right. And people, you know, whether people, I mean, I think a lot of people kind of turned off on him when he tried to take him, you know, when he tried to violently uh, overthrow the government, which made no sense. You're the government and you're trying to overthrow yourself. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the thing with Biden also is that it's going to be very boring now with him. And uh, he better not fuck up the, the virus thing, the vaccine thing. And hopefully, because all you got to do with the vi vaccine, just, you know, produce a lot of it and give it and distribute it and then and, and, and join, you know? Sure. But and it's ho hopefully, because apparently, you know what? I saw, the, I saw one of the latest uh, uh, sub things on CNN, the, you know, the little uh, news crawl. And, and that's another thing we need also. We need a fourth or fifth, you know, more extra news somehow. It's like it's not enough that while the talking heads are on the show, there's the little news crawl with something completely unrelated underneath. We need like a couple of we need like we need like from the 50s, you know, the dancing hot point girls <laughs> giving, giving yet a third uh, bit of news in some kind in some form or another. But a thing that the crawl said was that uh, 48 states are showing uh, reduced uh, uh, infection rates. So that's good. Although only 1% of the population has been vaccinated. Right. And of course, the conspiracy, but anyway, people, the conspiracy people are like, well, of course, the numbers are going down now because Biden's, in, you know, it was all a, tr a, a thing to take down right. Trump. All, uh, yeah. right? Oh, now they're saying that the, uh, oh, the, latest, the latest bit of business was that uh, it was a false flag operation. Right. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And, like, and, oh, just, and then, like, the assholishness never ends. Right. And now, At some isn't... point, you got to say, okay, you know what? To pick a story and run with it. Isn't, pick uh, a bullshit excuse. Aren't they, saying, aren't they saying now that the leader of the Proud Boys is an FBI informant? I, I'm, I've not heard that, but it would not surprise me. Yeah. So well, there's that, that technically makes it an inside know? job, then, doesn't it? Like that technically makes it uh, like a false flag operation, if you know. Well, whatever. Again, like I've already said, I'm tired of our fate being in the hands of the stupidest people out there. Enough is enough. But it kind of always is, isn't it? 
more so more so now than ever i did it i did a joke years ago about how you can't make anything foolproof or idiot proof because idiots idiots are geniuses because you really can't make anything (laughs) idiot proof right you think you can but then they'll find some idiot way around it you know (laughs) (laughs) so it is impossible to make something idiot proof Yeah, that's a very astute observation. Thank you. Uh, yeah, that's an old um, one. That's, anyway, that's like thirty-year-old yeah, observation, at least. Yeah, a good one. Um, so, but I was thinking about what we're doing here because uh, you know, aside from pissing in the wind, yes, uh, I was thinking about my role, you know, okay, specifically, uh, and because uh, I wrote some notes about what to talk about, like oh, one of the things I'm trying to do is uh come a little prepared to these recordings oh my god really and i have a few bits and pieces and it dawned on me that uh what the best thing i can do is come to these recording sessions with like little bullet points of what i've discussed with other people in the week and then discuss it with you sure the problem with that is i don't like to talk to anybody all i want to (laughs) do is sleep and watch TV. Okay. So I want our listeners, however many there are, to understand, A, you better appreciate me doing this because if, if, if nothing comes of this very, you know, it's only a matter of time before I decide that it's not worth the effort. Uh, so we need, our, our listeners have to be very proactive. I want them to start contacting us which is going to lead to my next question, which I love dealing with you because every time I bring it up, it's like, I'm, I'm, it's like Groundhog Day where it's like, you're like, oh, right, this is the first time I'm hearing this again. And, uh, you know, then you got to go and search for the information. Yeah. And, this is and the first time I'm hearing this. Day. Yes. <laughs> so, so I'm going to want to know. And here's the thing you have to be prepared for each week. All right. I want to know who's contacting us what they're saying, what questions they have, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Because well, that's the only thing, uh, you know, if we're going to, if we're like, you know, every time we've done anything or any time I've been on the radio, that's one of the things I always, what's the past tense of strive? Strove or whatever. whatever. What? I would strive. Strive. The past tense of strive is strove. Or I think it's strove, but strive. it's such an awkward word. Yes, I would, but I would always try and, and get a sense of who's out there uh, listening. And when it was on satellite, it really took off. And then, of course, we got canceled because the Canadian satellite uh, industry, you know, the XM, they just were horrible idiots who fucked everything up. And now now it's basically really, we're just, you know, we're just like, it's just a guy in a room who keeps the switch on and we get the American broadcasts. Um. I think on the comedy side of things, there's still uh, a fair hand uh, on the on the uh, Canadian comedy channel. Yeah, there's at least. just yeah. Well, there's a lot of content, just nobody gets paid. Mm. But uh, you know, you know. Well, people do get like paid. Actually, a lot of a lot of comedians, and there was a, actually a big controversy last year um, that a lot of comedians do make a fair amount of money off satellite uh, radio. Actually, having their their comedy played on satellite radio. And then the big controversy was that Just for Laughs took over the Canadian comedy, I forget what it used to be called, Canada Laughs or something like that on, on uh, Sirius XM. And uh, Just for Laughs took it over, and suddenly everyone noticed their checks were being cut in half or less. And the reason for that was because Just for Laughs has a huge back catalog, and they were you right. know, kind of just saying, okay, well, we're not playing this independent Canadian comedy anymore. We're going to play Just for Laughs stuff. And, of course, the shit hit the fan, and there was all kinds of bad press for Just for Laughs. And Howie Mandel uh, did a special uh, announcement video, whatever, from which a little tone deaf, you know, talking to comics who have just had their their paychecks cut from his 29-room mansion, or, you know, (laughs) talking about how, (laughs) how, anyway, because Howie Mandel is now part owner of, 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 of Just for Laughs him and his agency uh right but what side was he on was he in favor of paying the comics more no what he 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 kind of he he was kind of he had to do a bit of a dance frankly to say yeah we might have done this a little too quickly and you know we were uh, blah 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 
But to make that announcement, you know, like, I, hey, I'm one of you from your giant Hollywood mansion is a little, you're not like, it's, it's like this whole crap that we're all in this together with this pandemic. Nothing could be further from the truth. We are not all in this together. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of people who can work from home. There's government workers who are not suffering right. one bit, right? And then there's people yeah. who have to go to work because, you know, they they got to support their family. They're working in warehouses. But at least they have or, jobs. There's a lot of people who have to go to work who don't have jobs. Well, there's that too. There's a lot of people mm. unemployed on the government. Uh, um, it's It used to be called the CERB, and now it's called the CRB. Yeah. They dropped a letter to save money, I guess. <laughs> Well, I don't feel so bad anymore now that I've come to remember that uh, we're we're all suffering. We're all in this together. Mm. And uh, okay, I just got well, you really depressed the no, shit. No, I'm out of sorry, me. man. I just got a weird notice from my because uh, I'm I'm got you on the phone, and uh, yeah, yeah, and my my phone suddenly decided that now would be a good time to die. So it's it's just giving me a warning that we're down to like fifteen uh, percent capacity, but I have it plugged in, so I can't figure it. Give me a second. What the hell? Because this should be charging, as it were, and I'm now putting it in again. I have to fucking stop. Anyway, well, we'll continue. We'll continue too. until we drop out completely, I suppose. Right. But, I, uh, sometimes I get that too, but I think I think what's happening is it's just kind of like a, just a standard, even though it's not the case. Although I don't know, yeah. I don't really claim to know anything anymore. Obviously, when you're when you're using the phone uh, for an extended period of time, like we are right now, it's using a lot more juice. So if it's, but honestly, yeah. it's just the fact well, that I, pro it's probably about time to I'm get a new phone. Too. I've had this phone for like four years. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe so, I'm seeing 100% on my phone because yeah. it's plugged in. So. No, it's not your problem. I can see it totally as my problem at my end here. And oh, now it's starting to inch up. So, anyway, we should have enough juice between. Oh, well, maybe you just had a faulty connection. Or Perhaps something. that happens too. Yeah, hmm. I could turn down. Uh... What did you do? Did you unplug it and plug it back in, or? Uh, kinda, yeah. Anyway, okay, sorted. Well, sorted. Yeah. I like having okay. you. You have an older phone too, but you're a bit of a luddite, so expect you to have an older phone. Well, no, my phone. My phone is. Uh, I got a Galaxy Eight or whatever. It's relatively new. I thought you had an A Eight. Uh, I'm not sure. Well, they're well, they're, yeah. they're at Galaxy Twenty One now, but, so. <laughs> right. I don't think they went. You know, I don't think there was there was a there was a Galaxy Eight, Nine, Ten, and then I think they went suddenly to Twenty. And then 21. Uh, right. But it's well, insane. My phone and I have a very strange relationship. I've, I've learned to just sort of let it, uh, let it continue with its quirks and, and, you know, glitches and uh, not punch it. I'm, I'm, I'm trying very hard not to just not to abuse the phone anymore. Oh, good for you. A, because I'm, I worry that I'm going to break it for good one day and B, it's murder on my knuckles. <laughs> just, I just lose it. I just keep trying and trying. And it's one of those things where like, again, because I go after the clickbait, you right. know, and it's one thing you, you click on the thing and you get it immediately. And then I put up with it, but then you click on it and it just takes a long time to load. That's, and then I go back, I press the little back arrow and go back and then try it again and go back and try it again. And you see that little line at the top of the, uh, at the top of the phone, a little thin blue line that makes its way across. Once it gets all the way across, then the thing loads, and it just stops. It starts going, and then stops, and then it's frozen. And it's at that point that I punch the phone, and then the phone starts really uh, getting uh, bonkers, and then my knuckles are hurting. <laughs> so I'm, I'm really showing a lot of restraint. But, yeah, that's good. But I'm telling you, if I, if I could get rid of, if I could live my life without being, uh, without having a phone, I would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah, it's and very I difficult. still may. It's very difficult. Because it's like, it's hard to be a hermit in this world. Yes. When, when even, even the guys at the top of the mountain, you know, in the, in the robe and the long beard and long hair have, you know, are wired. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually in the market for a new phone. 
because yeah. this one is, you know, it's got the screen is cracked and I've dropped it so many times, but it still works, right? So there is great uh, mental freedom, I'll call it, I guess. That's probably not the right word, but in having a phone that you just don't give a shit about. You know, uh, peace of mind, I think, is yeah, the term. Yeah, yeah. For. If I were to buy a new phone right now, yeah. I mean, all the new phones are like $1,000 plus, right? And and, mm. and a lot of them are like 1500 2000 You see an ad for a phone now, it's like financing available. Like, what the fuck? Am I buying a car? You know? <laughs> You buy a car, it comes with a phone. So there you go. But anyway, so, and then I'd have to like buy insurance because you can get insurance plans, you know, against breakage and everything else. So my my plan would, A, I'd have to pay the financing charge for the phone, probably have to upgrade to, upgrade to a new plan that handles 4G or 5G or whatever it has to go to to handle the, the uh, extra power of the phone. So my my monthly phone expense would probably double, right? Whereas mm-hmm. this phone, I lose it, I don't give a shit. Falls in the toilet, I don't care, <laughs> right? Everything's backed up to the cl- most of it's backed up to the cloud anyway, right? Although I go through it so and and I I look at pictures sometimes I'm like why am I keeping this stupid picture from It's amazing <laughs> how much shit you can keep on a phone, right? Yeah. So that that's uh but when it breaks then, then I'll deal with getting it, you know, because I don't care. Right? When, like, when I don't do dies, that much with my phone. Dies, I'm not one of these yeah. people who is running their entire business and everything else on their phone, right? So yeah. it's uh, I'm and I'm, I'm you know I'm I'm not I'm not at your <laughs> level of of basic understanding of technology, but I yeah. I just don't. The, the only thing I I, I thought well, of that, on, that would be on. better. Okay. The only no, no, I stop. Wait, I just want to say it's not like I don't have a basic understanding of technology. Uh-huh. I just don't like it. You know, oh, okay. there's a big difference between right. being an idiot and being a crank. Right. Okay. But you know me, right? For years and years yeah. and years, I was like the cutting edge you guy. Always, missed always had the new gadgets, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. And yes. then suddenly realized, hey, all these gadgets are worth nothing <laughs> a year later. And it's like, mm-hmm. holy crap. You know, I mean, it's so I haven't been the gadget guy for quite some time. It's a budget consideration, obviously. But at Mm -hmm. the same time, you just get to the point where, like, this does what I need it to do. So why? You know, the only thing I'm thinking lately is that I have started doing some of these uh, virtual comedy shows. And you can, Mm -hmm. in fact, use a phone as a camera. So you really want to have the best camera in the phone and that would be right now everything's going to 4k right and the other thing about Mm -hmm. shooting in 4k is if you shoot something in 4k you can go in and edit it and you can cut out segments of the actual picture and they'll still be very good quality so if you if you take a 4k uh, video and 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 you want to just you know take one small chunk of it and blow that up to regular video size it still looks pretty good, whereas previously it would start to pixelate and everything else, right? And that's how you're yeah. able to cut out, you know, like square video shapes and, and uh, 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 what's the word, uh, portrait, shooting portrait, you know, or shooting landscape. Right. Uh, so right. if, even if you shoot it in one or the other, you can still take a chunk of it uh, because like TikTok, for example, needs uh, a, a vertical picture. Uh, Facebook will do either. Uh, Instagram decided everything should be a square, so you've got to <laughs> either shoot with a square camera, which they have, uh, or crop your video square. And as soon as you crop things, like it does all kinds of distortion to the... Anyway, point being, I've got a phone that does what I want, so why would I want to go and spend another two grand? Right. You know? So. And what's really important is all this new technology uh, makes it easier for all of the nuts out there to, uh, you know, create uh, bullshit propaganda that uh, mm-hmm. only makes life worse. True enough. Hey, mm-hmm. did you hear that uh, uh, a lot of uh, big advertisers are not going to be on the Super Bowl this year? Really? Uh, Why Budweiser, because... for one. Budweiser's yeah. uh, a, a big one. Um because well, first of all, I guess they're just not going to get the same 
it's just, you know, it's not. I mean, you're more of a sports fan than me. Would you say that that the the uh, the NHL, the, the, the NFL, I don't know about ratings, but what I'm asking about is, is it the same, you know, are, are there different divisions and well, everything it else? Like, of, is it, it is strange that there's nobody in the crowd. Yeah. Yes, that is strange. Yeah, it does kind of take away a lot. But but uh, like in the uh, the AFC and NFC championship games, they did have people. Uh, it's funny because it's one of those you could you could kind of joke that it's like a CFL crowd. <laughs> Although the thing with the CFL crowd is it's a smaller amount of people, but they're all bunched together. Oh yeah. This one, like I was watching, uh, especially the uh, Tampa Bay Green Bay uh, Battle of the Bays. Uh, the place was full in that there was people everywhere, but they were just spread apart. Right. So it kind of looked like the stadium about a half an hour after the gates opened. <laughs> you know what I mean? About an hour before kickoff, but a half hour after they start letting people in. You know what I mean? As the stadium fills up. Right. Um, That's true about the CFL, though. It's true about Sorry? the CF. It's true about the CFL that they're they're smaller stadiums, but they're rabid fans, right? Well, out west. Anyway, yeah, well, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. well Hamilton too, up. though. Hamilton for sure. Yeah, well, yeah, Toronto was really the only market that was always, yeah. always suffering, but also because Toronto's a you know has the Jays and the Leafs and the sure. Raptors. But uh, yeah, no, the CFL is a very well-run league. I don't I don't mean to dump on the CFL, but uh, the fact of the matter is. Uh, the crowds are small well, in yeah. the NFL. That's... Even even a full stadium is is not an eighty thousand seat stadium. It's like sixty, you know, fifty, right. sixty at the most. Still, uh, I can imagine that. But what is the reason why Budweiser is um, not advertising? That's crazy. Well, no, it says they announced Monday morning foregoing their annual Super Bowl commercial slot for the first time in thirty-seven years, joining. Fellow advertisers Coca-Cola, Hyundai, and Pepsi in skipping this year's Super Bowl broadcast amidst the financial uncertainty of the COVID-19 pandemic. This is from USA Today. Uh, right. Instead okay, well, of, I mean, I well, this is good, actually. Instead yeah. of paying to air a Super Bowl ad, it will instead be real, reallocating the media investment to raise awareness about the COVID-19 vaccine throughout the year in partnership with the Ad Council. Oh, well, see, there's a, yeah, well, that makes, uh, yeah. I mean, it's a good PR it's, move. It's, it's a, it's a, it is it is total PR, yeah. yeah. But I don't understand. These guys are big enough that they can do both. Well. I think it's kind of stupid to not, it, you know, it's it's kind of, it sets a kind of a depressing precedent, really, frankly. Yeah. And it's like, why couldn't they have just said, we're going to join the effort to to make the public aware of the vaccine and help out with that. And you can also look forward to, you know, because that's something people look forward to every year, literally, is the Budweiser and the Coke ads. Yeah. Because those are the best, and they spend millions. And then it's something that people watch and talk about. True. But I so guess I, I guess I, maybe they think... On that score, I don't agree. Maybe on they that score, th I think they're making a flum mistake. Maybe they think they're not going to get the same ratings, you know? That. I I think it's a I think what it is and and, and obviously it's a, there is a bit of that but I think that what's happening is these guys are have all it's a little bit of collusion I think they're all talking to each other going listen we've got to spank the NFL a little here I mean it's it's one thing uh, we're all in this together but I I think what's probably happening this is this is me totally guessing here this is a total theory. But I'm thinking that uh, because I'm sure that this is the case, in spite of everything that's going on in the world, the NFL's attitude is still, uh, you know, I'm sure at the last board meeting it was like, okay, have we raised the rates for the Super Bowl ad time uh, by its usual 5%? Yes, boss. Okay, good. Next order of business, right? And I think the advertisers are saying, we're going to kind of put the brakes on the NFL because every year one of the little sub-stories is that the cost of putting an, an ad on the Super Bowl just keeps getting more and more. You know what I mean? It's like literally, that was a joke we always did on the Bullard Show, was that, uh, you know, we, we, we put together all the money we have and we bought airtime on the Super Bowl. And it was like, hi, I'm Mike, and it was out. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
<laughs> like, you know, we, we took our entire year's budget and bought like point three point two seconds of the Super Bowl. So yeah, so um, uh, I'm sure that's what it, I'm sure a large part is the advertisers sending a subtle, not so subtle message to the NFL. Let's bring the price of advertising down a little on these things. And I'm sure I'll bet you any money. Well, the Super Bowl is in two weeks, but uh, it might be too late this year. But I'll bet there might even still be some last-minute behind-the-scenes deals where it's like, let's give them a break on the on the rates. And it, that's could, it, it could also be, like they say, financial uncertainty. I mean, nobody knows exactly when things are going to get back to normal. So you know, true. You but go the and thing spend... you can count on, yes, as long as the as long as the Super Bowl is going to happen people are going to watch it. I mean, the last thing we need to worry about right now is the viewership of anything that's new content. Or maybe they're thinking... So even though the end, even though even though all the major league sports, even though baseball and hockey and basketball, they're all playing to empty stadiums, they are getting people watching at home. So that's not an issue. Right. And so so advertising during these broadcasts it's still a very real and tangible thing. Or maybe they and think, I think it, I think it's them just trying to get the deals or, on the advertising. Or, or maybe they think just because you know people are stuck at home and drinking beer anyway <laughs> that they maybe don't right. need well, to there, advertise. Yeah, there could be that. There could be the <laughs> thing about yeah, yeah. There could be the and this this is very true. It could very well be that yeah, the numbers are still there. People are still watching TV, but nobody has money to buy our product. So what's the point? Well, that's in that's what I, that was my that was my first point. The financial uncertainty. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying maybe they've got the. Well, when you say financial uncertainty, what the hell does that mean? Well, it means that they don't know what's going to happen going no, forward. I know, but you got you got to be people, more. But no, what I just said, but people don't have enough money to buy their product. That's financial uncertainty. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. All right. Fine. Fine. All right. Fine. Can't you see what this virus is doing to us? (laughs) Well, we can't touch each other anymore. So there was a big article. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, if these numbers start coming down like big time. Well, they do. But then as soon as you open everything up again, they go up again. Right. I'm sorry. They, well, they go down. Sure, they go down because everything's locked down. And then, as soon as they release the lockdown and release the hounds, the numbers go right, up but again. If this, right. But if this vaccine gets mass produced and mass uh, dispersed, yes, but in Canada, it works. Then we'll be okay. But in Canada, huh? we've run out of vaccine and won't be getting any. Well, we'll for, get more. For I God's know. sake. Of course, we will. But I'm just. But there's <laughs> other hitches coming up, like the the European Union. Uh, basically, the big so, problem okay. is that I think part yeah. of the problem for the shortage, part of the reason for the shortage of yeah. vaccines in Canada is that neither yeah. SNC-Lavalin nor Bombardier make them. <laughs> right. Otherwise, they'd be flown all over the place. Uh, well, just again, to, to call back the, the, the Buddhist elder, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, life, life is going to continue to take its twists and turns. <laughs> And, uh, you know, we'll still, believe me, we'll still be here. You know why I'm sure humanity will survive? Because we don't deserve it. <laughs> you know, um, would, my, my personal... Be, it would be better for the planet if we were not here. So my, we will be here. My personal strategy for uh, cutting the actual time that I have to spend in lockdown uh, is to yeah. sleep as much as possible. Uh, when I wake up in the morning, I ask myself, what is the legally required number of hours that I need to stay awake to actually uh, be able to go back to bed again? <laughs> right. Like the old, <laughs> like in the old uh, war, uh, the war propaganda. I, I wake up and I, the first thing I ask myself, is this consciousness necessary? <laughs> Wait, I used to, the old is Marines, what was the Marines thing that yeah. we do more before it's 9 a.m. than most people do all day? And I was like, well, yeah, right. that's going to get me to join. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, we are definitely in what the Chinese call interesting, interesting times. Interesting times, exactly. Yeah. So apparently, and I don't know if this is exactly true, could be false, fake news, mm-hmm. but I heard now yeah. that yeah. Facebook, I think, uh, and maybe some others have banned, or, 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 or Biden might have even have signed something to ban the term China virus. 
Well, I never, I haven't heard anything along those lines. I mean, I get that and it's 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 it's, it's a little bit racist. An executive order. Apart from being kind of on the money, it's a little bit racist. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think it might have. Uh, anyway, but you know, to ban it, I mean, now we're getting into you know 1984 Orwell shit, you know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, by the way, before I forget, uh, did anybody, did we get any reaction? Anybody come in with uh, ideas for Trump's, the assignment we gave them to come up with new jobs for Trump? I didn't see anything. There were a couple questions. You didn't see anything or you didn't know, you know, we haven't looked? Well, there just weren't enough replies. So the, there have been a couple well, questions that have come up, but no, nothing right. on that. Sorry. Okay. Well, now, as this long may as all change. On. This may all change because uh, no, no, I hear you. I hear you. Again, I cannot stress enough to our listeners: if you don't get off your asses, <laughs> Lawrence is going on a hunger hunger strike. We're all in this together. Yeah, we're all. Uh, oh, right, and let's not forget this: we haven't we haven't brought brought this back up. Our uh, demographic, our demographic song. Because uh, we're because what is it we're plugging uh, info at the wrong demographic dot com right? right why is it a song were we gonna make a song uh, well, out of that people, because I was worried that people might not know how to spell demographic ah and I made the Mickey Mouse D E M O G R A P H I C demographic so there's that yeah and a couple of things I was talking to my wife we talk on the phone a lot okay. Separated because of the because uh, of the virus. Yeah, that's it. The virus. Sure, we'll put it on the virus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you've been in you've been in isolation longer than you need to be. You're just yeah. you're really oh, just, well, just yeah. you don't want to take any chances. You know, most people fourteen days, but you're what fourteen months yeah. at this point. Too. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I also wanted to. Uh, I'm just going over my notes here. I wanted to mention Hank Aaron dying because that was kind of sad. Okay. Uh, I was thinking about this when they announced his death. Hank Aaron's home run, his uh, the the record-setting home run in that he scored in '74, uh, was the second uh, milestone I was by the by the time I was uh, 14 and '74. The only thing before Hank Aaron's home run was the Canada-Russia series of '72. When when Paul Henderson was like the unlikely hero, three days in a row scored the winning goal in that eight game series. I'm sure Canadians. I don't have to tell them. Even Canadians who weren't born till way after know about the Canada Russia series about Paul Henderson. So that was '72, and then right after that, two years later, Hank Aaron. I watched that live. I watched Hank Aaron beat uh, break Babe Ruth's record live on TV, and uh, he was. Uh, Going, getting death threats, and people didn't want him to beat the record because they were racist. And even the people who weren't racist were like too much in love with Babe Ruth and didn't want to see the record fall, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I just wanted to give a shout out to Hank Aaron, one of the greats. Uh, okay, where's this Kimmel? Right. Oh, uh, uh, this really aggravated me. Kimmel showed a thing because uh, Kimmel was talking about how Fox News was criticizing him for pulling. Apparently, uh, they pulled this video from 2014, uh, kind of a jaywalking. Right? Kimmel also did a jaywalking bit where they would ask people, you know, basic stuff. Okay. And the one that they pulled was in 2014 when Biden was, in fact, vice president and had been vice president for several years now. This was already Obama's second term. And they went out in the street and they asked people, do you know who the... They would show a picture of Biden. Who is this? They would say, who is Joe Biden? I don't know. They showed the picture of here's Joe Biden. Who is he? I don't know. Uh, and then they would say, well, here's another question. Who's our vice president? I don't know. And uh, it's one of those things. I've, I don't know if I've said this before. And jaywalking did the same thing. Um I know that the first thing they do when they're editing these pieces together is they put the funniest and therefore the dumbest answers on the clip. Like it would not be entertaining at all if you showed everybody who knew the answer. You know what I mean? 
if you showed everybody going, oh, Joe Biden's the vice president. Uh, who's that? That's Joe Biden. He's the vice president. And you have to assume some people knew, right? And they would only show the people who didn't know. But it would always make me, uh, that's how I would sort of comfort myself, right? Because there's nothing angers me more than people who are like unreasonably ill-informed. I won't say stupid, but I'll say like, and they were all potheads. And they were all like, huh? like, I don't know and I don't care. Cause the, and then they'd laugh, that kind of thing. And I really feel what I'm watching, when I was watching, for some reason watching this one, I really got the sense that they are more often than not, not knowing the answer to these basic things. And it just drives me crazy because this is why we are in the mess we're in right now. People are so ill-informed that they will easily believe the election was stolen. And so uh, I just had to say something about that. Again, you know, keeping in mind, we are the wrong demographic, so it is my nature to complain. Anyway, Roz pointed something out to me. She said she's noticing more and more people are smoking dope outside of buildings these days. And it's true because it's legal now. I don't know who the people listening. Well, it's I don't know no where more. It's from. no more legal than cigarettes. Like you, you have to still be like right. far away from the building, standing in the middle of yes. the street. Uh, right, but the problem with pot is it's a lot more pungent, right? Yes, and the so, other issue is you really you're not allowed to smoke. You're not allowed to. I mean, if a cop wanted to, he could give you a thousand dollar fine for that. Right. That was one of but, my biggest complaints know, about quote legalization, which it isn't, and it, it, it it's it's right. been well, monopolized, no, it's not, yes. not legalized. It's, it's kind of decriminalized. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. No, it hasn't actually. The fines are worse now. Used to be when it was a kind of a gray area that a cop yeah. it wasn't worth their trouble to give you a ticket. It wasn't worth their trouble to write you up at a point because everything was being challenged in court and so on and so forth. And then they quote legalized it by which they mean monopolized it, took it away from all the people who had been working to legalize it and gave it to these big corporation assholes and people who, you you know who's in charge of these corporations? Ex-cops, ex-politicians, people who were dead against pot for years and years and did everything they could to keep it criminalized until they could profit from it. So now some of those companies are actually losing money, I read. And every time I read that, I'm like, good, you fucking assholes. And only the government, (laughs) only the Canadian government, and I said this at the time when they were starting to do all this shit, I said, you watch. The Canadian government will be the first people in history to lose money selling drugs. (laughs) And that's what they did. Well, I think there's going to be more groundswell. People are going to demand, like wine, that uh, independent uh, producers be allowed to make their little boutique brands. Sure. But that was already anyway. All they had to do, all they had to do to to legalize it was go, we're not going to prosecute anymore. And that that alone would have taken like such a bite out of organized crime. The government should also, they they, they do have a responsibility to say, okay, you can sell your product, but you have to get it certified by us. Like we have to make sure it's not dangerous, not unhealthy, not going to okay, uh, fine. make people blind. Regulate, regulate oh, then. Yeah. Don't control and monopolize. Don't give it to your friends because that's what they do right. well, that's, every fucking time. That's going to happen. That's going to happen. Don't, don't worry about it. That's going to happen. Uh, anyway, so, but, but, the, but Roz's complaint was that uh, so many people are smoking. And the, it is interesting because because of the pungency of marijuana, because it's legal, because, uh, and here's, because here's the thing, the least responsible people in the world, surprisingly enough, are pot smokers. Like every time the news would show about how, you know, it was legalized or decriminalized in some area, you could bet dollars to donuts, there'd be clips on the news of, you know, teenagers and 20-somethings screaming in the streets, woo Waving pot, waving marijuana around, and like celebrating, like I always think of uh, uh, Mike Wilmot. Show. We, we, Mike Wilmot is a mutual friend of ours. He's a comic, and he's kind of like a chubby guy who always goes on stage with a business suit, right? Like a like an old fashioned accountant. He wears like suits with suspenders, and he looks he looks very straight. And he talks about how he likes to smoke a lot of dope. But he doesn't want to look like he likes to smoke a lot of dope. People need to be more like that. 
Right. Like when they legalize, when when a city legalizes marijuana or decriminalizes marijuana, rather than the jean-jacketed punks flooding the streets and screaming and shouting and woo-hooing and annoying the straights, it should be everybody going, oh, yeah, no, that's great, good news. Right? That's, you know, so that's the irony of legalized uh, narcotics is that the people who should just be cool about it are anything but. Right. Uh, and one of the one of the uh, subsidiary or subsidiary uh, uh, bad effects of that is that there is no. It's like we're back to the '60s and '70s where people used to smoke cigarettes in elevators, and we're like adamant and in your face about it. You would say, "Could you please put that out in here?" And they would say, "Shut up and leave me alone." You know. And then of course, what happened? Uh, society uh, became very anti-cigarette, and now you can't smoke anywhere in a building. So they have only themselves to blame, right, you know, for, for all these fascist anti-smoking rules and regulations. So pot smokers, in order to avoid the same thing happening, there's got to be more, people have to be more considerate. True. So if you're going to smoke pot, you have to be more conscious of the fact that not, now me, I don't care. I don't mind the smell of pot, and it doesn't bother me. I don't smoke it myself, but it doesn't bother me when other people do. Uh, but there are people that don't like it, and uh, people should be more aware. Uh, it's 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 just a perfect example. It's one of those things where it's like, you know, I don't want to harp on it, and I don't want to sound like I'm a sermonizing, you know, fuddy-duddy. But the more we, it, I think just the fact I think just the fact that you were use the word fuddy-duddy makes you a fuddy-duddy. <laughs> I believe that is the, the dictionary definition. But uh, the thing of it is, uh, there's so many things that we do on a daily basis, people, to uh, annoy other people. We should at least do the easy ones, right? And being more courteous and conscientious about where your marijuana smoke goes should be a no-brainer. But if we can't even do that, then where's the hope for humanity, right? So that's all I'm saying is if you smoke, don't assume that you can just go outside the building and then just start lighting up. You know, because, in fact, if you see strangers, go, do you mind if I light a marijuana cigarette? You know, we've got to be more courteous. That's all. I'm just saying just take the extra effort to be more courteous. Fair enough. Um, so, yeah. So, so as a courtesy, now, as a courtesy to you, I will let you know that yeah. we are at the hour mark. And uh, okay. should try to, because well, I want to keep these things around an hour or yeah, so. Yeah, no, I know. Okay, every time you say that, you bring that up, and then you spend 20 minutes explaining how you want to keep it tight. Yeah. So, so I have one last little bit of business, which hopefully I'm sure you will enjoy. And by the way, I'm warning you right now, when I, I've got a little desk bit, very, I've only got three jokes in this desk bit, because again, I want everybody to understand this is hard work. And I enjoy doing it, but if I if there's no payoff, I'm going to I mean, rather than flourish in the gig, I'm going to just stop doing it. But I wrote because uh, I think this is our best uh, shot at some kind of uh, you know recognition beyond what, what we're doing. It's my bet we I did this when I was on the air with Mike on satellite radio. Me and you did this when we were on the air in Hamilton. It's ah, always okay. I think I know what it is. And favorite the day after <laughs> yeah. the day after this day in history. Right. And I was actually thinking this might be a good funny coffee table book because it's easy to put together. You just literally have three hundred and sixty five pages every day of the year, every day on the calendar, and then the list of all the things that happen on that day. Well, you no, can actually do it as it. a calendar because, you know, they have all kinds of little calendars. Yeah, They're like novelty that calendars. Is, that, is, that is a very good point. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So I came up with the day after this day in history, which is all mine too, by the way. Nobody's, you know, things get ripped off, but nobody's ripped off this yet. Not yet. So here's three. And again, uh, now people are not required to come up with their own. I will do this, but I want to hear feedback. I want to hear people saying, loved it, this is great, I want more of them. So here we go. Okay. So this And, and this was actually, uh, when I was on the air with Mike a second time, I, it kind of got corrupted, and what I did was I would just do the week, all the things that happened in that week. Right. Uh, so oh, the, thing, the thing with Mike on Scarborough, 
uh, when we were in uh, that Mississauga station. It's a nightmare. I don't even want to get into it. You were there too. You were there with the what's your face. Yes. Uh, yeah. Let's not so get, anyway, let's not get into it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Plus, there's only three. Okay, I'll do the three, and then that'll be that. Beauty. So the day after this day in history for July twenty, uh, January twenty sixth. What's the day? Twenty sixth. Twenty seventh. So it already is the day after. No, 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 no. That's for this day. (laughs) Yeah, on this day in history. Yes. Ingvar Kamprad, who was the founder of the IKEA furniture empire, died at uh, eighty-four or something. Okay. Uh, In two oh, in two on this day, two thousand eighteen. Got it. Kamprad, the day after. Uh, mourners, uh, pallbearers, uh, at his funeral found the missing bolt from his coffin. Now, I didn't really write that well, but you know, yeah. you know how when you put something together at IKEA, there's always the one bolt. Sure. It's always the <laughs> okay. So far, I had a so joke. Good I had a joke. Reaction. I had a joke years ago about about uh, don't yeah. let the don't let the Swedes be part of the International Space Station because they get the whole thing built. <laughs> And there'll be like one extra part. You have no idea where it goes. So you just tape it to the backside of the space station that no one ever sees. Right. Okay. So you've just proven that's a hack bet. All right. Yeah. Anyway, that's why I did did see it coming. I'll be honest. I saw it coming. But anyway, go on. Go on. All right. So on this day, 1926, the birth of TV, the very first television was developed in New York. Uh, the day after was the birth of the uh, phrase, "What's what else is on? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, little uh, trivia side note. Do you know the very first thing? I won't say human. I'll give you this is my, my hint. The very first thing that appeared on television was an inanimate object that was representative of a fictional character. Oh, Do you know who it geez. was? I, I, Mickey Mouse ears, maybe? Uh, close. Uh, in that it was a cartoon, but it was not Mickey Mouse. Uh, it was go a, up the go up the uh, cartoon animal food chain. <laughs> uh, oh man. Uh, well, uh, no, I don't know. I don't know. Felix, Felix the cat. Oh, Felix the cat, good. of course. Oh, up, up the Felix food the chain. Cat. That should have. That should have right. been the the. the the one that clue me right, right there. I, I believe it was because he was all black and white, right? So it's right. an easy, an easy thing to show. But so all would right, have Mickey Mouse go. been. But Mickey Mouse maybe wasn't even. When was Mickey Mouse? Uh, anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, we'll, we'll get off topic as we normally do. Yes. Okay. So here we go. Here's the last one. Nineteen seven. On this day in 1973, I I came across this and I was like, oh really? I didn't realize that. Uh, with the signing of the Paris Peace Accords. The Vietnam War officially ended on this day in 1973. The day after this day, a young 27-year-old Donald Trump announces that his bone spurs have miraculously healed. <laughs> so there we go. See how they get better yeah. as they. You know, this is this is a bit where I know how to put them in the right order, etc., etc., etc. So let us know now before we go. Should we? deal with any of the feedback i i want to always open the listener feedback and and well and, i sort of dealt with it i sort of dealt with it as we were going like uh mean? well a couple of the questions that that i got into like the budweiser thing that was listener feedback and uh well what was the question I, it was just someone sent a note to say you know that a lot of a lot of advertisers are bowing out of the super okay. bowl this year including blah 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 um right. so okay. yeah so. anything else anything not covered uh just minor okay, stuff well, from now on you know you gotta let me know that that's what that is well that, no, i was just gonna i just sliding it in like it was uh, inconspicuous no, I, know, but I need to know i need to know that it's somebody i mean because the first of all it's great that somebody sent that in because it was a very fertile topic of conversation right and secondly it's a good sign that uh, people are listening yeah uh, I need this. I need to have some reassurance. Yes. Because if we're building something, then I I need to you know because I did the same thing before. I need to know that the little seed that I we planted in the ground is sprouting into a is you know turning into a, a beautiful plant. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. And I need to. 
know that it's growing. All right. Well, <laughs> then I will once again. Uh, I will it's once again the announce. Best part of the show. Yeah, I will no once matter a- what I say. <laughs> You cut it off. Anyway, all right. Well, because we're getting over, like, we're into the hour and ten mark here. So no one cares. No one cares. Uh, But if you wish to send us feedback, you can send it to info at uh, thewrongdemographic.com. D-E-M-O-G-R-A-P-H-I-C. That actually works pretty good. It does. It actually kind of does. And we will see you next time. I'm Glenn Foster. I'm Lawrence Morgenstern. Take care, folks. So long.